Pastor Varun and Pastor Dala Hopperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church, Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's dynamic teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. Today, this message is for me. If it's not for you, it's for me, because it's one of the most powerful message that I. Really feel that I need it myself, and I believe you need it too. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for your word. We thank you so much, Lord, for the Holy Spirit who will illuminate, Lord, our spirit to understand, Lord, the truth of heaven and the truth to set us free. The truth will be like the water that washes to become pure and holy, like Christ, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen and amen. Today, I would like to talk to you about how to overcome disappointments in your life. I believe that every one of you, no matter how godly you are, no matter how much faith you have, no matter how much you pray, we all face setbacks and disappointments in life. And that disappointment can be something simple. For example, you don't get a promotion that you have hoped for for a long time. You expect your boss to promote you, but you didn't get it. Or maybe the problem is that you can make that big sale that you have worked so hard to sell that product. Or maybe the disappointment is that you cannot get the house. The loan did not go through, and you did not get the house that you wanted. Or the disappointment can be you have a relationship with somebody and you plan to get married, but suddenly after two years the relationship was broken and the marriage plan is. Gone, or maybe some of your loved one died. You pray and pray and pray, but your loved one died anyway. Or you want to get into university. You want to get into the school. Some type of maybe you want to get into engineering school, but for some reason you did not get that position. You face the disappointment. You face the setback in your life. And I want to encourage you today that it doesn't matter what disappointment, what kind of hurts and pains you have. God has a new beginning for you. God has a better plan for your life if you can trust God, and you just have to let go of the past and don't hold on to that past disappointments and pains and hurts anymore. The Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 43, verse 19, "Behold, I am doing a new thing. Now it springs forth." Do you not perceive and know it, and will you not give heed to it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. God did not say that I am thinking about making a way, or I am planning to make a new things for you. Maybe next month, maybe next year. God say, I am doing a new thing now. He is doing a new thing in your life, but the problem is that. God cannot do a new thing in your life if you still live in the past. If you still hold on to the past disappointments and past hurts and pains and mistake, being disappointed is a part of life, and everyone in this room have to go through. I have go through many disappointments in my life too, but I need to learn how to overcome those disappointment. What we should do from the Bible: let go of the past. Release the past. Release the past disappointments and pain and hurts in our life. Amen. 
so that we will not miss the new beginning that God has for us. So many people are missing the new beginning of God because they still hang on to 10 years ago that somebody hurt them. They destroy their own bright future because they just live in the presence of the past. But they don't want to let go. They get trapped in the past. I want to encourage you today that you need to rise up and say, I'm not going to get trapped in the past anymore. It doesn't matter how unfair it is to my life. It doesn't matter how disappointment that I face in my life. I'm going to let go of the past and move on. Somebody might have walked down on you. Somebody might have done wrong to you. Sometimes you do so good to people, you love people. You know, I have to say that this preaching is for me because as a pastor, I love the church so much. But I never received any salary from this church. Day and night, I am pastor that work for God, work for all of you. But sometimes I get criticism. Sometimes people put the wrong thing in the block and attack me. And sometimes people walk out of us and say, you are not a good pastor. You know, it hurts. It's really difficult for me to listen to all these things or to face all this disappointment. But I need to make a decision that God has a better plan for my life. God is opening the new door for me. I'm not going to let the devil deceive me to become bitter, to become negative, to become self-pity and questioning God. Sometimes we have the habit of listening to the devil and start to question God. God, why me? Why me? Why did this happen to me? But the Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 29, verse 29, the secret things belong to the Lord, our God. But those things which are revealed belong to us and to our children forever. In other words, the Bible says many things in life are secret to us. God only knows. We don't know. Instead of questioning God, God, why this, did this happen to me? You just leave it to God. God, I may not understand everything, but I'm going to leave it to you, and I'm going to move on with my life. The past is the past. I'm going to get to the future. I will not let the past poison my future. I will not hang on to the past anymore. I will not keep reaching to the old, to the past hurt and past experience and drag them into the present and destroy my own life. Amen. It is natural when we lost something that we're going to have a sense of sorrow. You know, many times I cry because I lost something. I lost my mom many years ago. Sometimes I lost some brother and sister in the church that left the church because of misunderstanding. And I cried and I feel so bad, so sad. But that is normal. Every one of us has to go through some sad time. Maybe we get laid off and we lost the job and we feel sad. Maybe we want to get something. We want to buy that car, that color, but we don't get it. And we come home and we feel so sad. And we start to lose strength and we feel hurt on the inside of us. Maybe some of you go through divorce and you feel so bad about it. Maybe you want to get straight A at Seattle University or University of Washington. But for some reason, that term, you get 5A but 1B. And you feel so sad. I don't think you need to be sad if you get 1B. Okay. But you feel so sad because you want straight A, every subject. My dear brother and sister, it's nothing wrong about feeling sad. But what I'm talking about is that don't get overboard. If you still feel grief and feel sorrow, for the disappointment that happened a year ago, something is wrong. 
you should let that go and move on with your life. Don't let that sorrow take up your life. Don't let that sorrow to eat up your life. Amen. Hallelujah. I know that this is not going to happen automatically. We have to stand up and refuse to dwell in that disappointment. We have to dig our heel and stand up and say, "I'm not going to live in that past disappointment anymore." I don't care how unfair it is. I don't care how hurt I was going through. But today, I'm gonna start a new life. I'm gonna forget the past and move on. The devil loves to deceive us to wander around in self-pity, feeling sorry for ourselves. Oh, life is unfair. God did not love me. God does not care about me. God does not answer my prayer. Oh, bad things happen to me. Oh, 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 and you cry and you have self-pity. Quit wasting your time thinking about those negative things, those failure and mistake and all those hurts. Quit dwelling and wandering in that kind of mode of your life, that negative frame of mind. But you begin to go on with your life because you realize that you cannot fix the past anyway. The past is done. What is done is done. Amen. And we go on to the another direction. Amen. Whatever happened in your life, just go on and don't hang on to the past. Don't dwell in the negative frame of mind. Don't let the past really destroy the hope of your future. Don't let it destroy the bright future that you have. Amen. And then you can receive the new thing that God has prepared for you. That's what the Bible says. It doesn't matter what happened to your life. You need to move on. You know one thing about human being: God created Adam and Eve, and all of us to have freedom of choice. Is that right? Sometimes you may pray, you may come to church, and you saw a beautiful lady, or maybe you saw a very handsome, godly young man, and you fall in love with that person, and you keep pray by faith. God, make that woman like me. Oh God, I'd like to be his girlfriend. You pray and pray. But God cannot force that person, because everyone has the freedom of choice. After a year or two in the church, you feel very disappointed that that person never even put the eyes on you, and you get upset with God. My dear brother, sister, this is the reality of life. God will never force anybody. You just enjoy your life each day, and you just forget about the past. Let that person go and move on to find a new person. <laughs> Because God has a better person waiting for you, in store for you. So don't live in the past anymore. Amen. Don't walk around carrying the hurt, the pain, the disappointment, the resentment in your heart. Just keep moving on with your life. Don't let any rejection really stay in your heart. But praise God for everything that happened to your life. Because all those things. The hurt, the pain, and the disappointment, the rejection will really poison your future. Amen. God can take whatever is wrong that the devil throw to you, and He can turn it around to be your blessing. Let's look at the Bible in Genesis chapter 50, verse 20. The Bible says, "But as for you, you meant evil against me, but God meant it for good." In order to bring it about as it is this day to save many people alive, Joseph said that you meant evil to me, 
But God is so good; He can use that evil thing to change it around to be the blessing to me and to everyone that I love. Look at Romans chapter eight, verse twenty-eight, and we know that all things work together for good to those who love God. The Bible says that God can change your scars into the stars. God can change your disappointments into reappointments. God can make your battlefield into the blessing field. God can change the situation and look negative in your life if you just trust God and you just let go of the past. Don't try to put a question mark behind a period of full stop at the end of the sentence that God put on. Sometimes we like to put a question mark. God will say, "Say stop here, full stop." Period. Don't look at it anymore. Move on to the next sentence. But we put a question mark and say, "What if I did that? What would happen if I could have done that that day?" You keep asking the question about the past. What should I have done? What I could have done? And you keep asking question about the past that you cannot change anyway. Don't try to focus on the past that you cannot change. Start today afresh and new. You have something now that you can change. You have something now that you can move on, and then go on with the new plan and the purpose of God. Amen. Do you know that yesterday is done already? You cannot go back to yesterday, and we don't even know that we have tomorrow. Tomorrow is uncertain, but the Bible says in Ephesians chapter five verse sixteen, making the most of your time. In another translation, say making the best of each day. Today is the day that the Lord has made. Don't think about the past. Don't hold on to the past. Don't dwell on the past disappointments. But today, do your best and move on for the new things that God has for us. If you can do that, we can let go of the past. We release the past. We don't live in the past anymore and start to live in faith for today and live in expectation. The Bible promises that God can restore. All the things that the devil has been taken away from you and pay you back more than before. In Joel chapter two verse twenty-five, the Bible says, "So I will restore to you the years that the swarming locust has eaten. Locust is a representative of demon. The crawling locust, the consuming locust, and the chewing locust, my great army, which I have sent among you." Remember this: that God can restore everything that the devil has stolen. From you, Amen. At one point of my life, I lost so many friends because I chose the file of God instead of choosing organization. I lost many friends in the world, but thank God, right now, four years from that time, I've gained so many friends all over Thailand and all over the world, and these are the good friends that really agree with me, and we have good time. Amen. God restore all the friends back to me. Amen. So we need to live with faith expectancy for today, and then restoration will come. I know that sometimes you feel bad that you feel that you miss out what God is doing. You feel that you kind of have blown it. The plan A of God that God gave to you, you just blown it. You did not do the right thing, and you feel so bad about it, and you keep thinking about, oh, I miss it, I miss it, I miss it. But I want to tell you, our God is a good God. Our God is a good restoration. If you miss the plan A. He has a plan B. If you miss the plan B, he has a plan C, and plan D never end. He can do new things every day for you if you don't give up 
and you don't hold on to the past. Amen. Don't give up. Don't sink yourself in the hole of depression. Don't sink yourself in the hole of discouragement. Don't condemn yourself. Don't feel guilty because God never condemned you. Amen. The Bible says in Lamentations chapter three, verse twenty-two to twenty-three, it is because of the Lord's mercy and loving kindness that we are not consumed because His tender compassions fail not. His compassions. Fail not; they are new every morning. Great and abundant is your stability and faithfulness. God's mercies, God's compassions, God's faithfulness are new every morning. Quit mourning about the mistake you made last year or yesterday. Quit mourning over what you missed yesterday. The plan of God. God still loves you. God know that we all gonna make mistake. That's why He say, "My mercies and compassions are new every morning." This morning is a new day. Amen. You can start a new day again. Don't hang on to the mistake yesterday. But the devil is our accuser. The Bible say in the book of Revelation, then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven. Now salvation and strength and the kingdom of our God and the power of His Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before our God day and night, don't listen to the devil. The devil gonna remind you of the mistake you made yesterday. The devil gonna remind you of the disappointment that happened to you two years ago. The devil gonna try to put you in the bondage of negative um, mindset. Negative thinking, bitterness, anger, resentment. He want to trap you in the past and make you live in the past all the days of your life, so that you can miss the bright future that God prepare for you. Don't listen to the devil. Listen to the Lord. Amen. What you need to do in order to move on to the future, if you want to forget the past, what you need to do is to number one, forgive yourself. Forgive yourself what makes mistake you make. Last year, yesterday, two years ago, ten years ago, you forgive yourself because you know that God forgave you. You forgive yourself and start to draw and receive the goodness, the mercies, and the faithfulness of God every single morning. They are new every morning. If you can stop looking at the negative things of your life, the past, and you begin to look at the forgiveness of God and the goodness of God, then you begin to see the hand of God moving. And giving you the new things, you will never see the new things if your eyes just keep looking in the past and the negative things in your life, because your eyes are focusing on the past. But if you forget the past, looking at the forgiveness of God, receive the mercy of God, you begin to see new things that God wants to do to you, and you begin to receive those things. Amen. You cannot fix every wrong thing that happened to you. Many of us. Try to fix wrong thing. Definitely, one wrong thing you need to fix, and God gonna give you mercies and grace to fix it. Is to pay your debt. Maybe you buy something that you should not have bought, and you got into debt. You need to pay your debt. Okay. You need to fix. If you make your wife mad, you need to go and say sorry to her. But many things you cannot fix because of the guilt. You try to fix those things that you cannot fix anyway. For example, some of you have divorced, 
and your ex-wife or your ex-husband already got married and have a new family. Don't just live in the past. Let go. He's gone. He has a new family. Don't try to fix it. Many things in our life we cannot fix. We have to move on and go on with life. And we need to start to draw on the grace, the mercies, and the forgiveness of God. Make a quality decision today that something I cannot fix, I'm going to let it go and release it. I'm going to forget the past. I'm going to let go of the past. I'm not going to dwell on the disappointment, but I'm going to move on to the new things that God has for me so that I can fulfill the destiny that God has prepared for me. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 3, verses 18 to 20, may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the width and the length and the depth and height, to know the love of Christ which passes knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now to him who is able, listen carefully, he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, according to the power that works in us. Amen. We need to remember the past is the past. It's done deal. Let's move on. And the future for you is that God can do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that you can think and you can ask. You need to draw that power on the inside of you, the power of the Holy Spirit. If you can do that, God is going to change your battlefield into the great blessing field. And God can restore everything that you have lost in the past years and months. Amen? Quit dwelling on these past disappointments. Quit mourning over something that you have lost. Maybe you make some bad choices in your life in the past. Maybe you did not get the thing that you prayed for. Maybe somebody walked out of you from relationship. Whatever disappointments, let them go and move on to the future. I made that decision many months ago. I'm going to move on with my life. Somebody emailed me a few days ago. Let's get together and talk about what happened in the past. I said, no, 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 no. I'm going to move on and run the race that God called me to do. I'm going to look at the future now. I'm not going to talk about the past anymore. Let's give hand to the Lord. Amen. Amen. Let's look at two examples in the Bible. The example of Samuel. Look at the first example. (laughs) The example is Samuel. Samuel was a prophet of God. And Samuel really built a good relationship with Saul. He picked up Saul, a young, shy man, out of the crowd. And then he trained Saul. He spent a lot of time. He used a lot of efforts. He used a lot of energy. He spent many quality times with Saul to train him to be the man of God, to be the king of Israel. I believe that if Saul makes a mistake, Samuel would talk to Saul and say, no, 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 you need to repent and change your lifestyle and change the way you behave. Samuel nurtured, mentored King Saul so many years. He spent a lot of quality years of his life to train this man. But what happened? Saul disobeyed God. He became rebellious and God took the kingship out of him and wanted to give to somebody else. I believe that you can identify yourself with Samuel. Maybe you spend a lot of time with somebody, but that person did not respond. After five years, one time I remember, I 
spent time with a man in our church many years ago. I disciple him every week. I went to his house. I left my wife and kids at home. I went to his house, teach him Bible, train him. And out of the blue, one day after two years of spending time, I went to his house and and he spoke to me in my own accent, and he said, "I'm leaving the church." So I not only he was leaving the church, but he ridiculed my accent. I was so hurt. I was thinking I should have spent time with my wife and my kids all these two years at home in the evening. But this man walked out of me. I understand how Samuel felt for King Saul. Samuel can have all the excuses not to move on. Look at what God said to Samuel. First Samuel chapter sixteen verse one. Now the Lord said to Samuel, "How long will you mourn for Saul, seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel? Fill your horn with oil and go." I am sending you to the, to Jesse the Bethlehem might, for I have provided myself a king among his son. This is the same question that God wants to ask you: How long will you mourn over that relationship that was broken? How long will you mourn for not getting straight A and get only one B? How long will you mourn for? Somebody who disappoints you. Excessive mourning is not healthy. You can mourn for a while, but after that, you need to stand up and say, "I move on. I'm going to quit mourning." Amen. That's what God tried to tell Samuel. Samuel, hey, move on. Quit mourning. I have something better for you. Better King, and his name is King David. God has a new future for you. Something new for you coming, and it's better than the past. Let's forget about the past. Let go of the past. Number one, we learn from this scripture is that number one, God has always has a new plan. If you miss one plan, that is King David. Number two, He said, "Hold oil. Put the oil in your horn. Oil represent the Holy Spirit." So, in other words, you need to rise up with the joy of the living God. This morning, I was praying. For our members, uh, father who was sick in Thailand, I was praying for some guests who coming today, and was praying. I was laughing on the Holy Ghost because I know that good things gonna happen. Well, I need to fill myself with the joy of the Holy Ghost and let the Holy Spirit heal me and move on with my life. Fill your heart with the oil, with the Holy Spirit. Number two, the Bible say, "Go." What does it mean? Don't stay there. Don't stay in the past. Move on with your life. I have something new prepared for you. Samuel can say, "But God, I'm too hurt. I'm too disappointed. King Saul really disappointed me. I have wasted so many years of my life. I give up. I give up. I give up." If Samuel did that, he would not have met King David. But Samuel, listening to God, he was listening. He put the oil in the horn, and he got up. And walk to the new, brighter future that God has for him. Amen. Let's give hand to the Lord. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Don't listen to the devil to deceive you in wandering around in disappointment. But let go of the past and move on. Sometimes you may not understand everything that happened to you. I don't understand everything that happened to me either. And don't try to even sit down and figure it out why happened. Why, 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 why? 
because the Bible says like this in Isaiah chapter 55 verse 9, for as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. You may not understand everything, but one thing you can do is to believe and trust God that He's still sitting on the throne. His ways are better than your way. His thoughts are higher than your thought. You just trust God and just let go of the past and move on with your life and trust God that He's going to lead you into new David, new King David of your life. He's going to lead you to the new relationship, into the new job, into the new promotion, into the victory of your life if you just let go of the past and trust God and know that His ways are higher than our ways. God may be closing one door, but I want to encourage you. God has a better, bigger, good door for you to go in. Even one door is closed. It doesn't mean that he. It doesn't mean that he doesn't have another door for you. He can open another door for you with a better plan, better future. And God loves you so much. He wants to bless you. Amen. Things do not always turn out the way we wanted. People may not treat us and do the things that we wanted. Disappointments are common to everyone, but don't live in that disappointment. Move on with your life. Forget the past. Look at another example, and we'll close the teaching. In Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 to 14, not that I have already obtained all this or have already been made perfect, but I press on to take hold of that for which Christ Jesus took hold of me. Brothers, I do not consider myself yet to have taken hold of it, but one thing I do, listen what Paul say. One thing I do, forgetting what is behind and straining toward what is ahead. I press on toward the goal to win the prize for which God has called me heavenward in Christ Jesus. Paul said that. I'm not going to dwell on the past. I'm not going to dwell on the morning and and living in the past, hurt and pain anymore. I'm not going to ask the question to myself, what if I have done that way? I'm going to forget the past. I'm going to move on to the new things that God has for me. Every morning we should wake up and say to ourselves, I refuse to live in the disappointment of yesterday and of the past. I refuse to live in the past. I'm going to go on with God today. Today is a new day. His mercy are new for me every morning. God has good things in store for me. We need to wake up and think that way every single day. Amen? Paul used the word, pressing on toward. Paul used the word straining. These two words means effort. It's not easy to forget about the past. I forget the past. I'm going to move on. I'm going to find new friends from now on. Amen? I need to keep fighting. I need to strain. I need to fight. I need to make a determination. I make a strong will. I really rise up with a holy boldness and say, I forget the past. I will not live in the past anymore. I'm going to move on with my life. That is the will, the determination you need to make every single day that you will not live in the past. Because if you bring the past into the present, it will stop you from receiving the future of God. In conclusion today, I want to encourage you that all of us are in the same boat. We all face disappointments, setbacks, and hurts and pains. We all face resentment. We all face sorrow and grief. 
because of something doesn't happen the way we want. What God said to you today, and I want to encourage you, is to let go of the past. Don't dwell on the disappointment anymore. Quit mourning over the past failure, the past mistake, and start to forgive yourself, and draw on the forgiveness of God, the mercies and the compassions of God every single day. Don't focus your eyes on the past, but begin to focus your eyes on the things that God wants you to do. He has a new thing prepared for you. He has a brighter future for you. He wants you to be successful. He wants you to rise up to the higher level. If you don't hang on to the past, you don't grab on the past and pull to now, let it go, release, and look at the future. Put the oil into your horn. Rise up and move on with your life. I believe that you're going to enter into the new plan of God. You're going to laugh at what happened in the past. You're going to say, I'm so happy that I let go of the past and I'm going to move on with my life. You start to see the bright thing, the bright future that God has prepared for you. If you can do that, you can do what I teach today. Amen. Everyone say, letting go of the past. Move on to the future. Amen. Amen. Before I close this service, I'd like to ask some of you. Some of you may have heard about Christ, about the gospel, about Jesus. I want to ask you three questions. Where do you come from? What is the purpose of life on earth here? Why you are here on earth here? And three, where are you going after you die? Three questions. For me, I know that I did not come from monkey. I did not come from apes. I know that God created me. I am a child of God. I am a creation of God. Second question, I know the purpose that I live on earth here. I live on earth to please God. God has purpose for me. I'm not just living on earth here just to get the paycheck and live day by day, but I know the purpose of God in my life. And the third question, where I am going after I die? I know and I know because I have Christ on the inside of me. I don't only have success and future on earth, but I have the bright future for eternity in heaven. When I leave this world, I will live forever in heaven. I'm going to be with the Lord. And I can see all the brothers and sisters in this room forever. Three questions I ask you. Where do you come from? Why you are on earth here? And where are you going? I want to give you the opportunity to really make the same choice. Choose Jesus. Christ died for you on the cross so that you can have the new life. Have the life of purpose. And you know exactly when you die, you will be in heaven. Because Christ forgives your sin. Everyone in this room has sinned. But Christ died to pay for our sin. It's very simple. 27 years ago, I and Pastor Da bowed down in an apartment in Bangkok, Thailand. And we said, God, we are sinners. We ask you to come into our life and forgive our sin. Since that day, we have never been the same. We start a new life. And Christ the Lord Jesus is so real to us. He's wonderful. Today, I'd like to ask you the same thing. Can you accept Jesus Christ into your heart? I want to give you opportunity. Anyone in this room want to answer those three questions? I believe I come from God. I don't come from monkey. I don't come from apes. 
I want to have the purpose of life on earth here, and I want to be in heaven after I die. How many people want to believe that way? Raise your hand up. Raise your hand up and say, "I want to go to heaven after I die." Amen. Hallelujah. If you never confess that you believe in Jesus and want to go to heaven in front of public, I want you to do that. No, Jesus say in the Bible, "If you acknowledge me." Before men, I will acknowledge you before my Father in heaven. To be a Christian is not a secret thing. We need to be open and say, "Yes, I'm a Christian. I believe in Jesus Christ." Maybe you accept Christ at home before you come here today, or maybe you accept Christ with another person at home or in a one-on-one setting. But today, in public, you say, "I want to proclaim that I want to accept Christ in front of public." I want you to do that. Very simple. Just be bold and stand up, and we're going to pray together. Ask God to come into your life. If you want to do that, could you please stand up to accept Christ in public today? Don't be shy. Anyone want to accept Christ in public today? Stand up. If you never done that in public, stand up. Don't be shy. Stand up, please. Father in heaven, we thank you so much, Lord, that you love us. And you want us to have the new beginning. We thank you, Lord, that we can forget the past. Our sins are forgiven. Our mistakes are forgotten by you. And today, we make a decision to let go of the past and love you and walk into the bright future that you have prepared for us. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In your name, we pray. We trust this message has ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching series, please contact us at two zero six two seven five one zero four two or visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.org. You may also write to us at the following address: New Hope International Church, nine one seven zero Southeast sixty fourth Street. Mercer Island, Washington, 98040. Thank you very much.